0: In the fall of 2019, I traveled to Paris, France for what I can only describe as truly the trip of a lifetime. And I came home from that trip utterly changed and ready to take 2020 on with a fire in my belly. Little did I know that 2020 was going to turn out, you know, the way that it did. In Paris, I had had a powerful experience that revolved around a red dress, And I came home to declare that 2020 was going to be my red dress year. I wanted to take some time to share the story with you today, because I think some of the lessons and key takeaways that I've had in 2020 are a direct result of my red dress mentality. And I think that they are ones that you can use and take for yourself too. I know that despite the global pandemic and everything that's gone on this year, that there's always going to be trials and challenges waiting around the corner for us. And I think that learning to make decisions from this red dress mindset will forever set you up for success. So I want to share a little bit of that with you today. 2020 definitely did not turn out as I expected, but you know what? In many ways, it turned out better And I have to thank my red dress story for much of that success. So today on the podcast, I'm doing a red dress year in review, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm April Adams-Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers, when we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, I feel like at the beginning of every podcast that I have referenced so far this year that I'm always talking about 2020. Like what a wild ride this year has been, right? And while definitely definitely 2020 is going to go down in the history books, I know that you have your own story around the curveballs 2020 has thrown you and how you have navigated this challenging year. So, I felt like this was a really good inside story to pull out today and to share with you. I have a standing practice of selecting a word of the year to use as a guiding light at the beginning of each new year. And so, this year in 2020, I switched things up a little bit and I I decided to choose a phrase instead of a single word. And this phrase was going to be my daily reminder of how I wanted to show up in the world this year. So at the end of last year in 2019, I had deemed 2020 was going to be my red dress year. Now there's a whole story on the red dress, and I'm going to share it with you in just a minute. But but first I just wanted to kind of think back about, you know, the last 12 months because I'm sitting here, you know, it's December of 2020, and I, I claimed this red dress year idea in in December of 2019. And I can't help but reflect back on how 2020 was anything but a red dress year. And I'm guessing you're probably feeling the same way too, right? But you know, when I really sit and reflect, I have to admit that 2020 was not all bad. In fact, in many ways, it was an incredible year. It was a year full of redirects and pivots and deep examinations and a whole lot of silver linings. And in many cases, I can actually pinpoint some pretty remarkable red dress moments and red dress events. And so I thought that today I'd share a little bit more about my red dress story because some of you have heard me share this before, but I want to go a little bit deeper on the podcast because when I look back and reflect, I can see how the red dress ended up being such the perfect symbol. For getting me through such a strange and challenging year. And I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that this year was a pretty wild ride for you also. So I hope that by sharing this story, it will prompt you to look at your own red dress moments from this past year and really savor them. While 2020 may not have been the year that you expected, My guess is there's some pretty big steps that you've taken this year to survive and thrive. And that's really what the red dress symbolized for me. When I first chose this image and this phrase for 2020, it was all about me stepping into a bigger vision. It was about me saying yes to myself in big and bold and new ways. So the story originates from a trip that I took in the fall of 2019 to Paris, France, when a friend of mine, Haley, who she leads transformational retreats for women literally all across the world. And she had invited me to her Paris retreat and she had invited me as a guest to come and speak to the women who would be gathering at her retreat. Now you would think that an offer like that that I would have immediately said yes. Like, hey, April, come to Paris, be my guest, speak at my event, you know, it'll be amazing. You would think that I would say yes right away. But that wasn't really the case for me. When Kaylee first really invited me and made this offer, it was much earlier. It was in the spring of 2019 and or late spring, early summer and i immediately felt some resistance around this idea because traveling to paris to me just felt too big it felt too luxurious it felt like too much for me to say yes to right away and i had this old storyline that i was holding on to at the time that traveling solo was scary you know, I had traveled many times out of the country. Um, I had never been to Europe, but I've been to many other places outside of the United States. But the deal was, I had never really traveled without my husband or without another group of people. And so traveling that far away, taking that big of a trip, you know, made me feel a little uncomfortable. But really, when I get down to it, the truth of it is, is that I had never taken a trip like that just for me, right? And so when Haley invited me to Paris, I began to put up a few excuses. <laughs> and I told her things like, you know, I don't know if I can get away. I wasn't sure if I could fit it into my schedule. I would have to check the family calendar. I wasn't sure if I could find a flight that was affordable. I'd have to check with my husband. I mean, these were all the different excuses that I kept Coming up with every time Haley would bring it up and ask me if I had thought any more about coming to Paris. Now, looking back, I think my excuses were absolutely ridiculous because this is what we do as women. We spend so much of our lives dreaming of taking trips like this, trips of a lifetime. Yet when the opportunity presents itself, we sabotage ourselves from actually saying yes. And let me tell you, as someone who has hosted retreats and events of my own, I hear the same excuses from other women. So I know that it's not just me. And the excuses really are, they're all the same. I'm not sure if it'll fit into my schedule. I'm not sure if I have enough money. I'm not sure if I can get help with the kids. I'm not sure if my husband will approve, like blah, 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 blah. We all do it. And while some of those excuses do sort of masquerade themselves as being plausible, what we are really saying to ourselves in that moment is, I'm not sure if I'm worth it. I'm not sure if I'm willing to put myself first before everyone else and everything else in my life. Because deep down, I'm not worthy. I don't love myself enough. And I don't say yes to myself. That's it. And I know it. And I hear it from you. And I heard it from myself because I was, I was spewing those same, the same line of bullshit to Haley. And I kept putting her off and I kept giving her those same excuses. But luckily, um, Haley didn't let me off the hook that easily. (laughs) She's a really good friend. And she recognized immediately that I was playing small And that I'm better than that. She knew that if she could get me to Paris, something transformational would unfold. After all, she leads transformational retreats and experiences for a living. So she can spot my kind a mile away. And she stayed after me. And I'm so thankful that she did. Because eventually, eventually I did say yes. I said yes to Paris. I booked my flights and I crossed off the dates on my calendar. I got my family situated and I began planning the trip. Now, let me pause and say this was not your average trip to Paris. This was, you know, anything but that. You know, anything that Haley does, it's it's an over-the-top type of experience. She really plans these, these retreats and these trips to be luxurious and extraordinary. We were staying at the finest hotels. We were slated to tour some of the most amazing sites. And considering that Haley actually lived in Paris at the time, we even had plans to do some of the most, you know, off the beaten path type of things, things that aren't on, you know, your regular tourist guides, that sort of stuff. But perhaps the most extraordinary part of the trip was going to be a stay at a private 200-year-old French chateau in the countryside outside of Paris, complete with a private chef, you know, dinner parties, and a professional photographer on hand for a photo shoot. Now, all of this was just out of this world extraordinary. And even on the packing list that Haley had provided as, as the trip, you know, as you prepared for the trip, the packing list included bringing a sparkly ball gown. Now, I just want to ask you right here, when was the last time you purchased a sparkly ball gown and hired a professional photographer to take photos of you wearing it? No, seriously. I mean, think about it. When was the last time you put on a super fancy dress and went out on the town and had extravagant photos taken of you taken of you wearing that dress? I mean, if I'm being honest, the last time that happened for me was my wedding, and that was over twenty years ago. once again, this triggered an examination on how we as women have fallen into this trap in life that not only are we putting everyone else first and not saying yes to ourselves enough but we are not saying yes to really big extravagant experiences at all. And maybe you think it's just you, but I invite you to look around. When was the last time your best friend or or sister or coworker dropped everything in her life to fly to Paris for a women's retreat and wore a fancy ball gown and had gorgeous photos made to document the experience. My guess is that you probably don't have anyone in your life that you can look at and say, "Yeah, she just did that. <laughs> this is normal." The whole idea of, you know, traveling to this, you know, extraordinary location and and putting ourselves in these exquisite dresses and you know being seen fully and having photos to document the experience the whole thing was quite unnerving because we just don't do this this is not normal and it's not that you know having my photo made me uncomfortable i you know i have photo shoots often for for my business and for my brand. And, you know, much of my career has been in the public eye. And so I'm used to that kind of stuff, but this was absolutely different to me. This felt, I don't know, it it felt personal. And so while preparing for the trip, I began to shop for the dress because I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, what sort of ball gown am I going to find that I can take to Paris with me that, will work. And I had these ridiculous um, standards that, you know, I wanted the dress to be comfortable and I wanted it to be practical and I wanted it to be something that I could easily pack and it wouldn't get wrinkled and all of that kind of stuff. Right. And so pretty soon I had done enough research and I found a dress that I thought would be perfect. It was beautiful. It was a yellow column dress that was full length. It was definitely a a ball gown, but if I'm being honest, it was also sort of plain. It was extremely comfortable. It was stretchy. It was practical. It definitely ticked off all of those boxes. But, you know, looking back, I don't know if it was a dress for, for, you know, the decade kind of thing. And it was, it was just easy for me to say yes to it because again, it was that practicality of it, right? I love the color yellow. I mean, it's a huge part of my brand here at Light Beamers. So, if to me it felt like an easy yes because I I kind of justified the photos like, oh, well I'll have these photos made, but I'll have the photos made and I'll be wearing a yellow dress, so therefore I can use the photos for my business. I can use them for my brand. I can use them for Light Beamers. And so to me that felt like a smart idea. So this is again something else that we do as women. We will quickly find a way to dumb things down and take these big opportunities and we find ways to kind of mold them and shape them and squeeze them into our practical boxes. And that's what I was doing with that yellow dress. And thankfully, I have another great friend of mine, Mimi, who asked me to send her photos of the dress that I had chosen. You know, while I was preparing for my trip and after I texted her the photos of my yellow dress, she immediately called me on the phone and she said, you cannot go all the way to Paris and wear that yellow dress. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's beautiful, April. It's, it's, it's beautiful. You look gorgeous in it, but it's too predictable. You are going to freaking Paris. You have got to wear red. Now, immediately, I resisted this idea of wearing a red dress. I mean, I don't wear red. It's never been a color that I've, I've been drawn to. I don't own anything red in my closet. You know, to me, the color red is loud and bold, and it's such a statement color. And I just didn't want to put myself out there in a way that would draw that much attention, right? I didn't want to be seen in that way. And so wearing yellow became the safe choice. Wearing red to me was being bold and being risky. So for the next several days though, Mimi persisted and she started flooding my text messages with photos of red ball gowns everywhere. And like Haley, Mimi wasn't about to let me play small. She kept pushing me, and eventually she convinced me to buy a red dress. And let me tell you something. The red dress that I chose was absolutely gorgeous. It was expensive, it was elaborate, and it was exquisite. When I put it on, I really did feel beautiful. But the practical side of me kicked in, and I also kept... The yellow dress. And when it was time for me to pack my bags and take off for Paris, I'm going to tell you that both dresses were carefully packed inside of my suitcase when I left. Now there is just so much that I want to tell you about this entire trip to Paris, but I'll have to reserve some of those other stories for another podcast. But suffice it to say that by the time we arrived in Paris and got to our private chateau, I was already experiencing an out-of-body experience, right? I just was feeling like, wow, this was really the trip of a lifetime. It was an extraordinary trip filled with amazing women who I got to meet who are now like soul sisters to me. And the photographer, Lana, she had the most incredible way of making you feel comfortable. She had already been snapping photos of us ever since we had arrived. So by the time... We got to our planned photo shoot day, which was the day we were at the chateau. Uh, We were all really comfortable in front of Lana's camera, which was really such a blessing looking back on that. So the day of our photo shoot, we're at the chateau We were, where all of us had gone out and scoured the property and we picked out different rooms inside the chateau and different areas outside in the gardens where we thought would be a gorgeous backdrop for our, our pictures. And when it was time for me to go upstairs to my room to get ready, to get dressed, to put on my dress uh, for the photos, I went out and I pulled out the yellow dress and I pulled out the red dress. And immediately I could hear my friend, Mimi, I could hear her very wise words. And I heard her say, once again, you didn't come all this way to Paris to be practical. You didn't come here to play it safe. I was already having an out-of-this-world experience in this 200-year-old French chateau. And it even seemed like the walls of the house were screaming at me to also put on that red dress. And so I put on the red dress. I got all gussied up. I fixed my hair. I put on my makeup and got ready for my photo shoot. And when I took a look at myself in the mirror... I knew immediately that I was crossing a threshold. I could just feel it. I knew that these photos that we were going to take, that, that they would get out. I mean, I, I knew I would share them. I knew that I would share them as a documentation of the trip and immediately I began to question myself because I heard those nasty voices in my head that I know we are all too familiar with. I'm sure that you know these voices well yourself because they sound a lot like this. Who do you think you are? Or, you know, who does she think she is? And do you really think that you're all that? Like, what in the hell are you doing? You know, come down off your high horse. And those are the voices that we listen to just way too much in life. We let those nasty voices dictate how we make decisions and move forward. And those are the voices that keep us small. They keep us quiet. They keep us hidden in the background. And they for sure keep us from going to Paris and wearing a red dress and having a photo shoot in that red dress. But once again, I had already said something pretty. I had already been saying some pretty big yeses, right? I had gotten to Paris by saying yes. I was standing in that chateau by saying yes. I was looking at myself in a mirror wearing this red dress by saying yes. And I just recognized that this was a really big yes in that moment and that I needed to step into it fully. And it's really no difference than the advice that I give other women, you know, that I'm always saying to women, their stories matter, and that you need to step into your brave, you need to share your story with other people. And I just couldn't stand there and be in integrity with everything that I teach and everything that I stand for at Light Beamers, if I also wasn't willing to step into my brave. If I also wasn't willing to be bold and step forward and wear that red dress. And so I went downstairs and I stepped outside to go find Lana and everyone else that was there kind of, you know, having photos and doing their own thing. And they turned around and they looked at me wearing that red dress and they just gasped. Haley and Lana and the other women were all so amazing. They telling me how gorgeous I looked and how beautiful I was and just really making me feel incredibly seen in that moment. And before I knew it, Lana was snapping photos and giving me direction as to where to stand, where to put my hands, where to look, all the things. And in that experience of that photo shoot, wearing that red dress, standing there in that 200-year-old French chateau, an unbelievable beautiful piece of architecture and in the middle of Paris or outside of Paris something happened to me something happened to me during the photo shoot wearing that red dress and I could just feel the layers of my old self falling away I could feel myself stepping into a newer vision of myself it was a vision of a woman that I was already becoming I just had to fully step into her. It was very much like a caterpillar shedding her skin and morphing into a beautiful butterfly. And that entire trip to Paris, but I mean, definitely most specifically, the photo shoot in that red dress changed me. I stepped into a new version of April and I knew that there was no going back. Little did I know that that whole red dress story and experience would be a memory that would serve me in such a big way as 2020 unfolded. At the beginning of 2020, I had all sorts of ideas of how I was going to live out my red dress year. I was coming off of that Paris trip and I was heading into 2020 and I was on fire. I was ready. I was excited. I had made an agreement with myself that I would say yes to big opportunities and to stop playing small. I would use my voice in bigger ways. And the beginning of 2020 was promising. I mean, in January, I had a large speaking engagement in Palm Springs, California, that seemed like the perfect way to kick off my red dress year. And then in February, I sold out two big group programs and I hosted a killer storytelling symposium, a live event that I host every year for over 50 women in Dallas. It was all extraordinary. It all was clicking and it all felt so good. And then COVID hit. And I'm not going to lie. For about three or four months, I had a hard time keeping my positive light on. There was just so much change in such a short amount of time. I mean, our whole world shifted in just a matter of days. And I really felt defeated. Like the wind had been completely knocked out of me. And it felt like everything around me was spinning out of control. And I know that you all felt the same way. I know that wherever you were in March and April of 2020, You had to have been feeling some of those same things because we were all being thrust into this together. But I can't tell you how many times I said to myself, my mantra, this is my red dress year. This is my red dress year. This is my red dress year. You have to step into your brave April. And with each new pivot or big decision that I made in 2020, I examined it with my red dress lens. I didn't ask myself, is this scary? Because that's such a ridiculous way to make decisions, right? That's a recipe for playing small and staying stuck. Of course, it's scary. Instead, I asked myself, is this something that would move me forward? And as a result, in 2020, I invested in myself and in my business at a level that I've never invested before. And I'm talking dollars. I'm talking thousands of dollars that felt really scary in a year that was unpredictable and the economy was up in the air and who knew what kind of business I was going to wake up to the next day. Yes, all of that was scary, but I also felt that it was an absolute yes. It was the next right thing that I needed in order to move myself forward. Those decisions I made while wearing my proverbial red dress. I did this with my family too. When we had big decisions to make, like about the kids' schools or our family vacation, or even a big decision that we made this past year to build a new house, I made all of those decisions while mentally standing in my red dress. Otherwise, I can assure you, (laughs) I would have backed out. 2020 was just anything but predictable. Everything looks so different from how I had planned it and envisioned it at the beginning. I really thought that 2020 was going to be a big year for me in terms of like speaking engagements and live events and offsite retreats with amazing women. But instead, 2020 turned out to be different. I offered more online group programs. I launched this podcast and I hired a high level mastermind coach. Yeah, it looks completely different than I thought it would, but at the same time, It was absolutely a red dress year because I came home from that trip from Paris completely changed and therefore how I moved through 2020, you know, was just different than what it would have been had I not had that experience. Like I said before, once you shed that caterpillar skin, the butterfly can't go back and fit back inside of it. I now seek the red dress moments rather than avoiding them. I look for ways to challenge myself and do things that scare me rather than staying comfortable and safe inside of my predictable box. And as a result, you know, with all the challenges that 2020 brought, I can also say that I experienced amazing growth and creativity. I had massive business growth and I had new ideas and new pieces of inspiration that came my way as a result of just challenging myself to stand in my red dress. And every single time I look at those photos from Paris of me in that red dress, which by the way, I'm so thankful for those photos. Those photos have become such a symbol of grit and determination and vision. And every time I look at them, I remind myself of a promise, that promise that I made to myself to say yes in big and bold ways. And so for this reason, I wanted to share this red dress story with you and to kind of tell you a little bit more about how my red dress year unfolded, looking back now 12 months into it, and how... It looks differently than what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, really on the surface level, I don't think any of us would say 2020 was a red dress year, but you guys, it really was. It really, really was a red dress year for me because of the way I approached it. I approached 2020 with a red dress mentality that forever catapulted me in a way that has positioned me and helped me not only survive, but absolutely thrive. And so I want this for you too. And I think this is a really good lens for you to to try on for size. You know, maybe you've never been to Paris and worn a red dress and had fancy photos made. Hell, this year, we're just excited if we get out of our yoga pants and go to a friend's house for dinner. Trips to faraway places like Paris are so 2019, aren't they? But the point is, it's the symbolism of the red dress that I want you to borrow. It's what I want you to try on for size. And I invite you to look at your own life through this red dress lens. Where are you playing small, making excuses, putting everyone else first before yourself? Where are you refusing to say yes to yourself in big, bold ways? And Where did you step up and wear your red dress this past year? Where did you pivot and make big, bold decisions that scared you? Where did you invest in yourself? If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that we only get one life, right? We only get one life to live, you guys, and big stuff is always going to try to derail us. I mean, COVID has done its very best to shut us down, yet I believe wearing our red dresses are more important now than ever, and I know that because I wore my red dress mentality through 2020, it is what helped me really get through it with flying colors, and like my friends Haley and Mimi did for me, I just want to challenge you to examine your own behavior and decision-making process a little deeper, you didn't come all this way through 2020 to be practical, to play small and to wear the yellow dress. You've made it through 2020 by putting on your own red dress and making big, important and bold decisions. So take a look back and notice when were you wearing the yellow dress versus when were you wearing the red one? And here's what I want us all to do going forward from like right here right now I want us to make a pact together to hold up that mirror for each other while we're wearing the red dress and stepping into our brave like we have to remind each other that this is what's available for us and that we're fully capable to cheer each other on instead we don't we need to ignore the naysayers we need to forget about the negative nellies and You know, forget about those nasty whispers that go through our head. Instead, I want you to see yourself bravely saying yes and stepping into the newer version of yourself fully. I want us to go into the new year wearing our red dresses together. Imagine what will unfold when we link arms and remind each other that we can be braver and bolder than we think. When I look around at the amazing men and women in my circle who push me and challenge me, I can see so clearly how their presence has paved a way for me to keep pressing forward. And I, you know, I got to say that I'm pretty excited about 2021. I think that it's going to unfold amazing because I'm determined to keep wearing my red dress. I really am looking forward to 2021, not only because we will get to finally say goodbye to 2020, but really it's because of the momentum that has been building through 2020 that will carry over into 2021 that has me the most excited. And honestly, I'm pretty excited about thinking about you wearing your red dress too, and what's going to unfold for you. So I really do invite you to join me. I want you to put on your red lipstick. I want you to curl your hair and step into your red dress of brave with me. Now, before I sign off, I want to tell you that I have thought a lot about this this past year. And I've thought about that trip to Paris and just how transformational indeed it was for me. And I really believe that every woman on the planet deserves a trip to Paris like that one. And so I've been talking with Haley about this through much of 2020, and she and I have a tentative plan to take a group of women to Paris in 2021. Our goal for now is the end of April 2021, but of course, we will just have to see how this plays out with COVID and all of those things. But we aren't letting COVID stop us from making the plans and preparing. That would be letting resistance get in the way of our truest desire. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say by sharing the story with you. So we are moving forward with our plans and we are currently assembling the women who would like to join us when this trip does become available and becomes a a reality. We will be going back to the same 200-year-old French Chateau and Lana, the photographer, will be joining us again. We will be bringing our red dresses and we will be getting all dolled up in those ball gowns for a dinner party like you've never experienced before. And we will have a photo shoot that I promise it will be one that you will remember for the rest of your life. So, all you need is a passport, a red dress, and a big fat yes to come with us. So if you want to save a spot on that retreat or if you want to learn more or get some more details, you can feel free to to email me at april at lightbeamers.com and I'll share all of the details with you. I'm also going to share a link in the show notes where you can go and learn more about the Paris experience. But like I said, ask yourself that question. When was the last time you bought a fancy dress and put it on and went out on the biggest night of your life and had a photographer photograph the experience. When was the last time you felt that beautiful? When was the last time you said yes to yourself before saying yes to everybody else? And just when was the last time that you put on your red dress to make decisions in your life from that lens. I want to know who is with me. Whether you travel to Paris with us or not, it really is time for you to put on your red dress and have your own red dress year. I promise that if you step into this, you will be in for an amazing ride. And it will be one of the best gifts you will ever give yourself. So say yes! Say yes to the dress and say yes to you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too, so be sure to join my free community on Facebook, The Lightbeamers Community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you.